on the next episode, please be aware that you may hear sounds of crying and sobbing. That is going to be Sharon's bank account. Welcome, Sacramento soccer fans, to the State of the Republic podcast. I'm your host, Luis Urbano, and today we're going to be talking about yesterday's 4-2 win by Sac Republic. It was a goal fest. We saw a brace by Russell, and all of us were really excited to be able to see quite an amazing game under some interesting weather, which we'll be talking about here shortly. So let me go ahead and introduce my two co-hosts here as usual, Sharon and Jared. First, got to go over to Elk Grove as usual with you, Sharon. How are you? Hey, all good. Um, I had three layers on yesterday, so I didn't have to worry about warming myself up. But Luis, it was cold and it was wet, and I don't know how you did it because you did not have very many uh, layers on. But you know, everybody was making fun of me with my three puffy layers. I had a puffy down vest, I had a puffy jacket, and then I had a second puffy jacket on top of that. So I was toasty by the end of the thing because there was no way. And hiking boots because there was no way I was going to be cold or miserable like everybody else. Okay, Jared, kicking it over to you. Yeah, I, I have to say I was kind of on that uh, struggle weather bus yesterday as well, having uh, traveled up north to Yavapai County to Prescott. Yeah, if I had stayed there past 8 or 9 p.m., would have easily been 20 degrees up there. So I, I, I know the pain you were going through, Sharon. But uh, yeah, other than that, today I'm feeling great and feeling full. Had plenty at the Italian Festival. And thankfully, I'm fighting off the food coma as a result to help get this uh, episode recorded. So to bring this to you, because our listeners are totally worth it. Luis, how about you? Yeah, I second that, what you just said there, Jared. Well, Sharon, I got to say, I actually did have quite a laugh when I saw you straight. <laughs> and I couldn't even recognize you, too. I know that you, we didn't see each other before the game. So just so everyone knows, too. I mean, we, we got there and Sharon was in VIP. And at halftime is when we ran across from each other, too. and. I don't know that was you. I had to really be like, oh, wait, yeah, that's you. But it was kind of tough to recognize you with, with I all was the puffy. Stuff. I was definitely the Michelin man because um, I was I was puffed up. I had puffy jackets. <laughs> but how did you how did you even stay warm? You had like one sweater and I think you had a vest on yesterday. But oh, and a beanie. But did you wear the beanie the whole time? That's a funny story, too. So I had an Under Armour uh, thermal gear and that actually always keeps me warm too and so i actually didn't feel cold at all too that was pretty good even though it didn't seem like it but the under armor really works if anyone's out there trying to buy something but yeah i mean i got the beanie at halftime because <laughs> i hadn't brought a beanie right and i was like all right i don't have a dark red beanie anyway so it added and it's got sac republic on it too so why not but I ended up only wearing it maybe just during halftime and maybe like 10 minutes of second half. And then the sun came out. So I was like now feeling a bit warm. <laughs> so that didn't really get used that much. So there goes $30, which is the cost of it too. But hey, I'll still be wearing it though. It's not like it was only for one game. Well, at least we can we can, uh, we can can think of it as supporting the club. You know, so you're buying merchandise. It's helping the club out. So definitely not no negatives here yeah but you could have paid 24 dollars had you not uh like texted me and said i need your discount (laughs) (laughs) 
I was going to do that too, but I was like, she's busy in VIP right now. I can't bother. What? Right now. I know. <laughs> you're so funny. I don't even think I stayed in VIP. I was wandering the heck all over the place. I, I, I wasn't. Jeez. <laughs> we have reputations <laughs> in VIP that we have to uphold. Yikes. Well, speaking of VIP, uh, I'm going to get to it here shortly, but let's go ahead and get right to Colossal of Gratitude. So Sharon. Do us the honor to introduce the segment as you usually do in the same fashion too. And now one of my favorite segments, Glosses of Gratitude, where each of our hosts takes a minute to reflect and express gratitude to people, situations, or events that have touched them. Anyhow, let's go. Let's hear some Glosses of Gratitude. Yeah, and so... I'll go ahead and jump right in and, and, and give you a couple of glasses of gratitude. Karen Richmond. Hey, knocking it out of the park. Last Yesterday's tickets were not transferable to a future game. And so you either had to, you know, sell them, whatever, uh, give them to somebody. And she just was like, you know, if somebody can use the tickets, she had two VIP tickets and I just really appreciated her. So I gave the parking pass to Luis and then I gave the, the two VIP tickets. You know, I, I couldn't think of anybody else right off the top of my head. And I just went with the walkers. And they so appreciated it because uh, Scott Walker runs a pretty high octane. He's always eating and moving around. So, you know, they were able to enjoy the food. But as you know, we don't always sit in VIP. And yesterday, that was a very cold place to sit. It just was, the wind was whipping right through. I think it was warmer in the stands than it was on the in the VIP. And then, you know, I have some other golosses of gratitude besides Karen, you know, besides you guys, because we always thank each other for, you know, being on this planet together. But to actually to the Sac Republic front office, number one, twice, two things. Uh, and I know Luis and, and will echo this is the, the fan fest. I mean, that's a lot to put on, you know, given that the weather wasn't always going to be good. And then they just did it. They just said, you know what, we're just going to do it. It doesn't matter the weather. We're going to make this game happen and we're going to have the fan fest. And it was lovely. You know, all the players were great. They were great sports for the, you know, for the whole duration. It was great. It was good to see the old guys and meet the new guys and speak broken Spanish to the guys that don't know any English and they will learn English. You know, they will over time. It was just great. And then um, Tuesday, the 10 year season ticket holder event, it was the Jersey reveal and only 10 year season ticket holders were invited. And it seemed like the entire staff, the entire front office was there. Todd Dunavant was there. Um, it, it was just, it was pretty special. It was really sweet. And the television cameras were there because everybody wanted to see this new kit. And it was, it's black, you know, and it has all kinds of things on it. But just got to hand it to the club for honoring 10-year season ticket holders and just being there for all of us. And it was great. And the players that showed up that night, thank you so much for being, you know, good human beings and being friendly, you know, just being yourselves and letting us be ourselves and we were eating and drinking. They had plenty of food for all of us, and it was all complimentary. It was great. At the Dust Bowl Brewery, give them a plug. And then their food services by Weedoos, at excellent. Get the um, hot honey pizza. It's every meat you can imagine on a flatbread pizza drizzled with honey. You would not think it sounds, it's so good. And so, yeah, there you go. Those are my galazas of gratitude. I'll think of some, I'm sure down the road after you guys say what yours are jared 
Okay, first of all, I do want to give a of gratitude to uh, Republican FC Club. Uh, this past week, aside from the kit reveal, uh, the club announced that it was setting up a, a pledge uh, for every goal scored in March for our uh, dear uh, dear friend uh, Sean Crash Kitka, which I'm very thankful for that that they're doing this uh, in his honor. For those that uh, may not uh, remember, for every match in March, including yesterday's match, uh, the club is going to match a pledge one hundred dollars per goal. So also, when I when I'm thinking about doing as well is for the March 25th game that I'm going to be on that I'm going to make a contribution as well. But but that. Glasses of gratitude goes out to the club. Also from last week, uh, I want to give a big uh, glasses of gratitude to to our sponsor Ryan for helping out with the pre kit uh, release hype that with the picture that he was able to get uh, that he provided to our uh, little chat. I was able to do some uh, Android magic and get us a general. Uh, enhanced look at what we thought the kit would look like and it looked like we were pretty spot on because I did spot that there was a dotted line design going across the uh, the kit which once the kit was finally revealed pretty much uh, confirmed that and and I Gussie I do like the design and then also for an off the field uh of gratitude uh, my friend Victor who worked who is over in Yuma uh, Arizona kind of on the California Arizona border for going with me to see AEW here in Phoenix a couple weeks ago. I know it's a cheap cheap pop plug for AEW coming to Sacramento. I'm hoping that somebody in AEW comes out with some kind of Republic FC merch. Fingers crossed that's the acclaimed, but we'll see about that. Uh, But those are my uh, big glasses of gratitude uh, for now, unless something else uh, comes across. How about you, Luis? Well, yeah, I got to join you, Jared, with the, the big loss of gratitude out to the club for honoring Crash Kirka. Like, it, it was really great to see that they acknowledged, you know, just how great of a fan he was for the team. And when you have a club that really like cares about its fan base and acknowledges us, right, all the fans who are there always supporting the team and not just being in the stands, right, but also monetarily. We mentioned, you know, what I bought earlier, but all the fans that are spending their hard-earned money to buy merchandise for the team, it really means a lot to us. And even if you're not the one that they're directly acknowledging, it just makes you feel really good, right, that they would acknowledge a fan like he was and that they're pledging to donate this amount and you know, using goals as well to uh, donate an additional amount is really great on their part and it just made me really happy when i saw that you know they were doing that in his honor and so that is my uh, biggest one here to start off Uh, my next one is going out to sharon for getting me the tickets in section 105 as she mentioned earlier and the bip parking all that was really awesome we had a really great view as usual being there in 105 and having bip parking on a day where you don't know how the weather's like <laughs> and how far you have to walk in that rain was really great. And that put a little less stress on us too, on my cousin and I, and we got to enjoy uh, our lunch a little more and we got to leave a little bit later than I had initially planned to to leave there. So that was good. Also for sharing with us some really fantastic cupcakes. And I wish I could give the place a shout out, but I don't know their name, Sharon, if you remember their name, then let's give them a shout out. But 
they were really good. It was the first time I had a carrot cake, cupcake, and I got to say, I'm a big fan of them now. <laughs> well, you and your conchas, man, every time you post in your social media about the conchas, it's like, dang, I bet they're really good. Because if you're going to have a concha, you're not a sweet, you don't always eat sweets, but if you're going to have a concha, they must be really good. Yeah. So, so to have you enjoy a carrot cake, uh, cupcake for the first time, man. And to have you just go and eat the frosting, because I know you don't do a whole lot of dairy, and that's a buttercream or uh, cream cheese frosting. <laughs> you ate the whole thing. Um, so so here's the deal. I don't remember the name of the caterer, but they were fabulous. I don't know when they're up next. They, I, I love that caterer. They've been there before. Their food is always solid. You know, they had mac and cheese. Oh, it was so good. And then they also had an orzo pasta uh, with uh, peas and onions, fresh green onions. It was, everything was just dynamite. Everything that they serve and chicken and, you know, bread and then those desserts. Not enough people showed up yesterday to help them go through all of the food. They had a lot of food left over because it was, the weather was iffy. They prepared for the season ticket holders. You know, they have to prepare for as many as would show up. Well, not very many people really were there in, in the VIP and so they had all kinds of cupcakes left over. And it was like, I even went, Luis, you know, I didn't even go at halftime to go get the dessert. They had gobs of cupcakes. So um, they were really cool. They said, take them, please take the cupcakes. <laughs> cool. I got friends. <laughs> so off we went. You know, it's so funny, Jared. Thank you for mentioning the uh, pledge, the fundraiser on in honor of Crash Kitka, Sean. Um, my, my dear friend, Sean, um, but I'll tell you what, you know, I already did one pledge, a, a, like a one-time donation. And I thought, no, I'm going to also do the, you know, the goals I'll, I'll do the goals and Luis get your bleeper ready, but I'm f- because I pledged her goal, $25 a goal. And yesterday's, and we're going to get into it. They scored five freaking goals. So that's a hundred bucks right there. <laughs> and if they keep on with this, it's like, okay, okay. It's okay. It's for crash, you know, hashtag for crash, but oh my gosh, they're coming out strong. And I, I want them to score lots of goals, but I'm thinking how many games are there in March? Are there like four? Am I, how screwed am I guys? <laughs> There's, there's four games. Yeah. How screwed? How how screwed am I? If if Russell Ciceroni, which doesn't rhyme with minestrone, but it's the same pronunciation. Uh, if he does what he does, and if Keiko gets on a tear, and if Zico does what he did yesterday, he, um, um, yeah. open up that wallet, girl. Anyhow. On the next episode... Please be aware that you may hear sounds of crying and sobbing. That is going to be Sharon's bank account. That's <laughs> <laughs> going to be well. Hey, uh, be thankful that there were some opportunities at goal yesterday that could have been scored. It could have been maybe six two yesterday. I think. <laughs> so luckily, that didn't happen. You got to thank Luther. Luther saved you from spending an additional twenty five dollars from that post that he had. So. <laughs> Luther could have scored twice yesterday. Oh, yeah, there was another one, too. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> so some uh, more quick gloss of gratitude here. Um, another one goes out to my cousin, Raymond, for going to the game again with me yesterday. Uh, we had a blast. And I'm trying to remember, but I think that all the games that I've taken him have been wins. So I think at this point, he's got to be some sort of like lucky charm, too, to make sure that we get wins. So 
he'll definitely be going to more games. <laughs> Actually, I think it's you. Every every game you go to, I think we win. I think it's you, Jared. Season tickets. Get him season tickets. We're gonna win the rest of the season. Get him season tickets. It might work out too. He doesn't work most Saturdays too, so I'll definitely. And he's on the way to me too, so it, that's not anything out of my way. And then some more quick ones too for the team. Just as Sharon said, for doing the meet the team event early, well done. And doing it in preseason is a fantastic way for all the fans to be able to get to know the players before rather than I think in the past, they would do it more like towards the end of the season. And at that point it's like, yeah, we know you, but it's nice to know you before. <laughs> uh, also for Connor for interviewing coach and not just interviewing coach on the game, but doing it over by the DJ booth, which is over by the concession stands because that makes you feel like you're more around the fan base. And granted, there weren't a lot of us out there like uh, watching them there. But I'm sure if they keep doing that during regular season games, that's going to be really awesome. And I would even add an additional thing. If they allow fans to ask questions to coach or to whatever player is out there in that side, not on the pitch, it'll be really great for fans to get the opportunity to ask their own questions. And of course, they'll have to limit because everyone might want to ask a question but i think that would be a great thing to continue doing uh post games too if possible so connor just an idea but keep doing those if if that wasn't already the plan maybe that that's something they were already planning on doing and i'm over here just <laughs> repeating their plan here and then other than that also and we mentioned this quite often and we got to keep mentioning it because we see it in the numbers but to our listeners it's really awesome that y'all listen to the show and whenever we're at a game and we get acknowledged for the show, it just means so much to us. And it's like the highlight of our day. And I know Sharon also has something to share on that too, but. Dude, you yeah. got to tell your story first, man. This one's hilarious. I love this story. You guys listen in. I know you're probably listening to this man right now. And I'm really sorry. I should have asked you what your name was, but I'll definitely do it next time. But shout out to one of our listeners in section 105 and about like two rows uh, beyond Sharon's row, which would probably be like row five, I think, if I remember correctly, or maybe row seven. Yeah, row seven, probably. The thing is, this happened right after halftime. Me and my cousin were trying to go to the team store after that. And one of our listeners turns around, lets me know, like, I thought that I had my Spotify open because I was hearing you talk, that I had to actually check my phone just to double check that I didn't have Spotify running while the game was going on too. And that comment just like made my day because we're right here just chatting. We've done the show for like two years and a half now. And we know a lot of you listen to the show. We know that there's a lot of listeners that we haven't had the chance to meet yet. And if you want to meet us, please like feel free. You know, we're more than happy to uh, meet you and like talk to you as well. But it was really awesome. And Although I have a face for radio, dude. Uh, I've had a I've had a couple of approaches, even in my own neighborhood. We talked about this on another episode where somebody came up to me and they go, oh, you're on State of the Republic podcast. Yeah, I recognize your face and I recognize your voice. And it's like, oh, crap. But Luis, you are not quiet. When you talk, you project. So the dude was like, oh, crap, did I leave my podcast open? Was State of the Republic podcast? No. 
that voice, it's here. Luis <laughs> is here. So that was really cool. But yeah, no, I had a guy come up to me. I didn't know who he was. He's holding the camera. And this was during the fan fest. He comes up to me and he goes, you're a State of the Republic podcast. I recognize you. And it's like, oh, okay, cool. Um, and I didn't get his name either. But he asked me a couple of questions. And then off he went. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, pretty cool. I just, I'm grateful that our our podcast has a little reach, but we're like the fan base podcast. And I love us. I love the fact that we can do this for everybody. And that's why I want people to send in questions, you know, comments, ask us when you see us, you know, to talk about something that you're interested in or, you know, let's, let's go, let's do this. Fan base podcasts are really sweet. Okay. Jared, you were saying. Yeah. And if you happen to, if the man that uh, was listening to Luis, uh, thinking it was on Spotify, if he is listening to tonight uh, or today, uh, anyway, on this episode, be sure to leave a voicemail on, on our website, sacksoccerpod.com. This way, you know, you, you can reach out to us with any questions, comments, observations, anything like that. We, we definitely lo- love uh, feedback, both uh, positive and uh, constructive, uh, constructive criticism. We welcome it all. So don't be afraid. Reach out to us. Yeah, I'm glad you said that too, Jared. I mean, this goes out to anyone listening to the show. If y'all want to leave us that voicemail, like we are not going to necessarily like replay it. If it's just a comment for us, right, in private, where that's all great. But it would really help us to know like what you want to see more of too and what you really enjoy as well and any other thing. It just helps us grow too. And it helps us know like what we can do for y'all so you can continue to support us as you always have so well let's get right to talking about yesterday's amazing win 4-2 with russell's brace and it could have been a hat trick he had some opportunities as well but sharon since you were there at the game with me how about let's start with you and your observations overall on this game i will tell you that russell i swear to goodness whatever sports he's played in his life he has reflexes and re- his response time and is a he, he's he really sees things fast and quick. The, his goals were pretty magical. You know, he did was one of those you never give up. You just keep um, pressing. Um, you get around one guy, you get around another guy. You know, you slot it. It's just this is a guy that's hungry for goals, and it's proven as of yesterday and you know he scored in the past in in friendlies but this was pretty this was really special to actually see him live do this so i was i was duly impressed luis yeah i echo the same thing too like it seemed like the guy had already been playing with us for a while like he seems to be really adapted to the team style and he is one guy who you are going to be guaranteed that he's always going to be pressing in moments where we need goals, the guy's going to be going back and forth. And he has quite a good personality as well. On the pitch, you'll see him like shout, right? And you you want to see players who kind of change their mentality, become different people when they're playing, but outside of the pitch are also friendly with fans. And even though there might be the new superstar of the team, they're cool with talking with anyone too and talking for a while. So yeah, shout out to him because hey. he was a cool guy. He's a friend of Danny Vidiolo, and we know how friendly Dan- Danny Vidiolo said he would do this podcast. He would let us interview him. You know, he goes, let's do it again. So we need to get him on, and we need to get him and Russell on together. That would be a blast, right? Because they know each other. They're buds. 
from the East Coast. But one of the things that I want, if Russell listens to this, I don't know if he will, but whoever, tell Russell to grow the mullet, man. He's he's <laughs> bringing back the mullet and it's it's good. And let's just let that puppy grow. Let's get that mane going. You know, we need a second man bun on the team. You know, Keiko can't be the only man bun out there. So <laughs> Um, Russell, if you're listening to this or anybody who's listening to this, let Russell know there's an opinion, myself and his uh, fiance, uh, we want that hair to grow. So I talked to her, by the way. So we're we're is, we're in lockstep. Is Sharon trying to bring back the Justin Braun? I'll take it. Return I'll, the- I'll take it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're, we're going to have to keep, keep an eye on that this year. Uh, but yeah, just, just going further into debt with, with Russell, I mean, the man is definitely no strangers to goals. I mean, in, in some of my research uh, earlier uh, today, he, he actually has excelled in hockey at a younger age. So the reflexes are definitely there. And last year, Republic FC, we didn't really have a leader that jumped out in a high number of goals. Russell got, got, well near 30 goals last year. So he's definitely going to come in handy with, with getting these goals. Obviously yesterday was a, was a pure example of that. So definitely uh, lo- love the reflexes that he has both on the ice and on the pitch. And as far as Danny goes, I think we're going to have to nickname him the consigliere because he, he, he makes things happen with not only uh, Russell, but also uh, the, the other Jared uh, on the, on the team, Jared Timmer for getting both former Pittsburgh Riverhounds over to the West Coast. So Danny V, you know, he, he's got the business touch. <laughs> yeah, he really does. And I already know that he was probably a big part of them being signed with us, right? That was a good referral on his part. And if that is what it takes to get good players to, is to like just keep on getting referrals from other players, then I'm all for them doing that season through season. Ask the guys first before you go out and recruit, right? Like just ask them. What good players that have you played with in the past? And, you know, take the recommendations, especially if they are players that stand out, right? It's like, I feel like whatever Danny says, I believe. Like, if he says, this guy is a good guy, go sign him. I go sign him immediately. So (laughs) So I do want to advise Russell, as much as I love him scoring the brace, I'm not sure if my A1C level can handle much more braces uh, with with all the celebration with the... uh, uh, gelato so score braces sparingly because <laughs> because because my i don't need my a1c level going that high but but i i love the effort though i will say that chicken marsala we- i mean come on minestrone soup russell ciceroni minestrone come on you switch it up man you don't have to go for the uh spumoni or you know the italian ice cream or the gelato do your minestrone soup dude you know you can do that or macaroni you know, so, minestrone, Ciceroni, whatever. You know, you, there's there's the thing there. Anyhow, <laughs> so you're, so you're saying Ciceroni, the former Pittsburgh uh, Riverhound treat, ding ding, <laughs> <laughs> the San Francisco treat, but a Sacramento treat, the Sacramento treat. Okay, yeah, whatever. I um, sense a new jingle coming on. <laughs> oh my gosh can you imagine russell's <laughs> oh that would be that would be precious i have no idea what my last thought was with oh danny videolo oh 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 oh. here we go remember in the very beginning of last season when we just brought danny videolo on and how we were still high on carlos because he came in and he saved our season and he did a fabulous job in 2021 right and then here comes this new guy that we don't know anything about 
even on our podcast, we're like really like cautiously not optimistic about Danny Videolo. <laughs> we're still pining for Carlos. Remember those days? Yeah, I remember it. I, I own remember, it. <laughs> we tried to get an interview with Danny V and we were told, yeah, you guys, he listened to your podcast. <laughs> you guys panned him a little bit. He doesn't want to interview with you. So I said that story. I repeated that to Russell Ciceroni and I said, however, he changed our minds immediately. You know, now we absolutely love Danny Videolo. We love Carlos. We love them all. It doesn't matter. It's equal love. They're great guys. And so I re- and so I told Russell, I said, you just got to listen to our podcast, but go back to the episodes where we were like dishing on them a little bit. And then he turned our heads around like immediately. And Russell confirmed, he goes, yeah, Danny's very special. So, and by the way, uh, Russell's Russell's fiance's name is Meredith. And Meredith and I are in lockstep about Russell growing out the hair and getting it longer <laughs> versus cutting it off. So Russell, grow it. She wants that. <laughs> happy sweetheart, happy life. I know it's supposed to be wife, but she's not your wife yet, but whatever. <laughs> she's going to be. Well, I don't know if we ever formally apologized to Danny Vidello, but here it is, right? We're really sorry, Danny, for not trusting you, but thank you for proving us wrong, right? That's, I think that's our motto here, right? If we ever say, like, this player isn't impressing us right now or, like, he needs to step up his game, we always say, like, prove us wrong. We're saying it that way. Make us look bad is what we always say, and that's our motto. <laughs> There, it's it's proof in the pudding. We we've been wrong with the score predictions. We're going to be wrong about something, and you know we're going to call ourselves out on it. So, you know, if we seem a little skittish, definitely prove us wrong. You know, we'll be glad to ha- have a, a buffet of crow here and there. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking on the goals and how it all went down, so Russell scores the first one in the 17th minute, and unfortunately, we weren't able to really celebrate as much, right? Because Along came Monterey to tie the game literally like two minutes after, but oh man, it sucked. Yeah. Their their equalizer, it's just so it so sucked. It was like that thing. Sorry, Luis, that classic thing. Goals are scored after a goal has been scored within mm. ninety seconds to three minutes. And if you don't pay attention during that time, if you don't regain your focus, you're going to get scored against, or you're going to score again. So keep going, Luis. Sorry. Well, that, that actually was exactly what happened, right? We ended up scoring again. But yeah, it is something that goes on in a lot of different teams around the world, right? Some strange phenomenon where I guess you feel like, oh, I'm winning now. Like, you know, there's nothing that could change that. And then boom, you know, you, you get back to reality and you're back to where you were at literally a couple of minutes ago. But Russell gets the goal in the 20th minute, literally a minute after they scored, literally scoring two goals in five minutes and i don't know if you guys could recall another sac republic player that has scored a brace in such a short amount of time but i feel like he just like broke records i don't think anyone else scored two goals in a span of five minutes let alone in their first game too right let's see when was that game against timbers under 23 again (laughs) (laughs) oh you mean when we played the high schoolers Oh, that game. <laughs> well, I was saying like two goals by one same player. Yeah, because I, I feel like we probably have already scored. And that game is <laughs> the game. I mean, we're, we're not Liverpool. We, we don't win by a touchdown, but but we but we put our foot in it. I mean, we we put the effort into it. Don't oh. even bring up the Liverpool menu game. Oh, my God. 
That was the saddest <laughs> drubbing I have ever seen in my life. But let's not go there. Let's stay focused on Sac Republic, Sharon. Exactly. Yeah, I, I didn't want to bring it up because I was like, I know Sharon is not going through a good day today. It's been pretty rough, I'm sure. Well, just, after... just that one, just that, that one aspect. I had to like, uh, I didn't even listen to the Ten Hag interview. They interviewed him post game and it was like, no, nah, I can't. I, I don't want to hear it. I just don't. Turned it off. Well, aside from the bracelets, uh, see who who else scored for, for Republic. <laughs> we had a well, PK. It was a glorious PK by Mister Herrera. And nice. speaking of Mister Herrera, too, like I don't know what y'all think, but the guy actually puts the effort to first of all run a lot, right? Again, we like to see the forwards hustle, and we understand you're a forward, and you can't always be running everywhere, but you got to have some hustle in you, and run and put pressure and all that but he even fell back and at times he was defending and you like to see that and players i even told him after the meet the team event too like hey man we appreciate your hustle and you even like dropping back to defend like that's really awesome no i'm glad you had a chance to talk to mr Herrera. uh I, I have troubles with double R's in there because there's like an, an, a soft H and then the, the double R's and then another R. And that's the same way with L's and R's. I can't do L's and R's um, very well um, together in Spanish. So thank you for pronouncing pronouncing his name correctly. But, um, oh gosh, when we're speaking of name pronunciation, Shane Wheat, I shared with him how you almost were ready to butcher his name in the last podcast and caught you. And we're like, oh, it's wheat. It's like wheat bread. <laughs> and he had a good chuckle. Uh, our our new number six, Shane Wheat. Um, nice guy. Also great guy. So anyhow. So anyhow, <laughs> a- after uh, the PK was scored and after you complimented him for uh, doing a little extra work, on the squad the fourth goal let's talk about that puppy that was a screamer yeah that was tina's favorite mr z-man getting the goal in on the 89th minute and i don't know if tina heard me maybe you didn't hear me tina but she was a couple of like i was like a couple rows behind her too and i shouted right like oh tina's favorite has finally given us a goal here and especially at the beginning of the season and we know last season he had plenty of opportunities and some of them, you know, he could have maybe gotten goals. And so it made me really happy to see him get a good goal, right? Uh, especially towards the end of the game and get that confidence up. You know, I know he was subbed in and I'm sure he's going to try and get a place in the starting 11. Last season, he was a rotator for the most part. So makes me happy to see those players that, you know, get subbed into the match and, you know, show coach like, hey, I want to make it to starting 11 and he clearly did it. Did that here. It was a screamer. The dude was like, it was a, it was a little bit of a knockdown rebound uh, situation. And he literally just laced that puppy. It was, you couldn't see it. Nobody could mm-hmm. see it. It was that much of a rocket. And you know, that's where when you work on your quads and you work on your hamstrings and you work on your glutes, you know, you get that fast twitch fast. And you know, that's why Luke has him doing these like incredible exercises so that when a guy does pull the trigger and he's going full lace, uh knuckleball, that's essentially what it was. It didn't go very high up off the ground and it was in the back of the net before anybody could even blink and think. And when it hit the back of the net, you're right, Luis everybody went wild because it was like it was like the dam broke and we needed it 
you know, we needed that dam to break and that that flow to happen. And everybody was just so thrilled. All the players were thrilled for Zico. We were all thrilled for Zico. It was just pretty phenomenal. But you know what? If it becomes routine and it's just another day at the office, these professionals have to make the routine things like that kind of goal scoring look easy. And he made it look easy. You know, he made it look like he's been doing it all his life. So happy for him, happy for us. You know, we got to see that that great thing. And, you know, that was that. Was that. If that's going to be a day of the office for Republic FC, I welcome it. I want I want them to make the goalkeepers spill the chili all day, <laughs> every day. Like I said, I really enjoyed seeing the reaction, right, from when the game was tied initially to Russell getting us back in the lead to getting tight at the very last minute in the first half, which was a bit rough, right? It's always tough when you get tied at the very last minute right before you're about to go to halftime. And you never know, right, because the other team gets the goal. They're going to have more of that motivation, right, starting the second half of like, hey, we got this. We can turn things around we already tied the match but we get the pk sebastian you know scores it for us too and then after that it it was all our game and uh, you know they had complete control over the match so lots of great points i think for coach in this match and i'm really glad we got to experience this match at home and you know from here on right we got a couple more games uh, against Monterey in the season and we got to watch out right because this this is a pretty tough team to play against always right they've always given us game and we've had a couple of comeback matches right the one that us three went last year we remember we were losing and then uh, we got the two goals which also was a brace by the way y'all remember so it looks like we enjoy scoring braces right there's players that are like hey I'm playing against Monterey I think I can get a brace going on here yeah, at, at this point, I mean, braces are in our history, so we might as well get sponsored by Aspen Dental if we aren't already. Yeah. You know, we are we? We, we might be, actually. Or maybe another dental? Oh. Could be. Is it Delta? Are we Delta? Oh, Delta? yeah. Delta. Yes, because I used to have Delta, so that's why I don't know. Guys, there we go. Our, our list of sponsors this year is pretty cool. They've, they've done a good job. They're adding, get this, SMUD is going to be on the kit. It's going to be on the sleeve. Sacramento Municipal Utilities District, which they don't oftentimes sponsor sports teams, I don't think, but they are part of the Jersey sponsor. Um, a lot of the, what are they called? The non-for-profit, like um, UC Davis Health, you know, they're the front of the Jersey and, and they have dollars to invest in the community. And SMUD has taken the leap. They've always been a partner, but they're going to be on our Jersey on the sleeve. And so please, I hope they're on the the, the new kit this year. Yeah, I would love the rep smud here in the desert. I mean, because granted, I I love SRP here and APS. I'm I've got my opinions about APS uh, here in Phoenix, but I would love to rock the smud all day long if I could. Yeah, no, it's really awesome to see him have more of those uh, local sponsors and are we losing Rayleigh's? Do you know, Sharon? Like, no, no, no. That... No, Rayleigh's is, no, Rayleigh's is staying, but we're adding SMUD. Oh, okay. The, the, one, the one change I have seen is uh, Chick-fil-A is out and Raising Cane's is in because, once again, we do have a where with home matches, when the Republic FC win, 
in the Republic FC app, they'll have a offer for buy one, get one box combo. So it's available throughout the six locations in the greater Sacramento area. I wish it was available here in Arizona because I got a Raising Cane's about 40 minutes walk from my front door. Oh, whoa. Yeah, that would be good, right? If they kind of dim that way, but they're probably all franchisees, right? So they have to limit yeah, it's gonna be the, the promo. The locals. I got one right around the corner. So if, if there's ever a deal like the Kings do, um, uh, it'll be easy for me to go cash in on my Raising Cane's fingers. Well, after this game, uh, we know that next Saturday, we're going to be actually playing our first uh, game this season. Unfortunately, not a home opener. And I think we've gotten kind of used to having home openers as like the very first match. So, but we'll be seeing them back at home in two weeks. The team did announce something, which hopefully is going to be a thing that happens during any away match. They're going to be having a watch party. It's going to be over in El Dorado Hills at the Town Center Amphitheater, which is located at 4364 Town Center Boulevard. And I've never been there. I don't know too much of it, too. I don't even really think I've ever visited El Dorado Hills. I may have just, like, driven by. But it looks like they're going to start at 6 p.m. They're going to allow all the fans to be there. They're going to have, I believe, food will be there, too. And if you want to bring your own food and beverage, you can do so as well. They're going to be having uh, also free water and soft drinks to anyone who is planning on going and the match is going to start at 6 30 so they're going to be opening just 30 minutes before and rob McAllister and adam moffett are going to be uh on the match calling it there as well so if you're trying to find a place to go that seems like a good spot to go and be able to see other fans and get to enjoy the game i'm sure they're going to have a a pretty good sized screen there i don't know sharon if you're more familiar with that place but so it's you really pretty up there in, in the El Dorado Town Center, you know, and I, I'm certain that uh, Kevin Nagel had a little hand in this because that's uh, one of the areas where near where he he develops, if not that he developed it and, you know, got it got it launched. But it's it's really beautiful up there. I'll tell you the truth. It's, you know, rolling and, and it's great. It's outdoors. So pray for no rain. Yeah, hopefully they are able to actually have that because. That would be a shame if the rain actually delayed stuff too and all that. So let me actually let me just briefly check just to see what the prediction is now. Wow. Okay, yeah, there's rain expected the whole entire week, so I don't even know anymore. <laughs> well, either way, for if folks are going out to El Dorado Hills for the watch party, and this just harkens back to my Boy Scout days of uh be prepared. Definitely don't be afraid to stop by Big Five or Dick's Sporting Goods to get a rain poncho just in case uh, for those that are willing to, to send it out there. And for those that can't make it to El Dorado Hills, you know, the games are going to be televised. Once again, this year, Fox 40 will be carrying uh, the matches. More than likely, might be the same format of being on Antenna TV locally, uh, also on the Fox 40 app and the website, which is good for smart TVs and Xbox. I've got an Xbox. Uh, one and i know the microsoft edge browser does support it so you're good there so either way if you can make it definitely show your support for the uh the watch party i'm glad that republic fc does have watch parties going on and i'm hoping we that, that the club can get one going for late august as well so, so i'm going to do my best to bring the uh, the 
the flag and the towel for that game here in Phoenix, which, by the way, Phoenix has been making progress on rebuilding the stadium on 38th Street in Washington. I was on the light rail this past Thursday, and I already see the bleachers and other uh, features uh, built up. So that is just getting me more anticipation that the USL season is finally arriving. And just like Louis said, yes, we have been kind of getting used to the season overs being at home. Eventually, yes, they are going to have to happen on the road, which this year it is in El Paso. But all that means is just another week closer to the home opener on the 18th, the day after St. Patrick's Day. We may, we may or may not be rocking the green on that Saturday, but hopefully we'll be rocking the W. That's exactly what we expect. And, uh, you know, it, it should still be uh, a good game. And I know it's going to be a bit more later. I believe it's going to be at 7 p.m on the 18th so let's go out there buy your tickets if you haven't yet i'm not sure if it's going to get sold out it might potentially especially after games like yesterday so you want to make sure that you're well prepared ahead of time too and make sure that you're able to attend that match uh, where we'll be playing against the charleston battery Uh, it's going to be the first time that the battery actually travels down to sacramento but if we remember last year we played against them Uh, over in Charleston and we actually got the win but we can't be too confident because this could be a different team so new season new team so uh, you gotta you know give it your all and play against them as if they are the defending champions is what I always say yep it's like coach said last year the days of easy matches in the USL are gone well with the season starting there is something that we definitely need to cover and thank you Sharon because we literally stopped recording. We were like, wait a second. There's something that we missed. <laughs> and that is our now second season of the podcast winter dinner competition, which I am the defending champion. And I hope to keep my amazing soccer player trophy <laughs> next season. And to also get some more food, which I would go back to McCoonies. I'm just going to tell you guys already too, if I win. I want to go back there, and <laughs> that's what I want to. But we'll see. I think this season will be one to remember as well, and plenty of point opportunities, and we are looking forward to it. So with the first game, Sacramento at El Paso next Saturday, start time 6.30 p.m., as we mentioned. We have the categories as follows. Final score, score first. The backup score, in case our first goal score isn't there, and the first team to get a yellow card. Also, we are going to be having an, a bonus point opportunity for the entire season. And Jared, Sharon, if both of you are good with this, I think we should make it a bonus five points if we do get both of these. But the two categories are player that gets the most yellow cards of Sacropolic, of course, and who will be the goal scorer, which I think we might all... Probably guess the same one, but we'll see. Well, there might be some surprise here. So how about we first start with the entire season thing and then we move on to the game itself. So Sharon, you want to go first? Sure. Because of last season, and I doubt we're going to keep him on the bench much. I'm going with Roro to have (laughs) the most yellow cards for the season because he definitely blew the lid off the water last year. He was in every tackle. The dude, you know, gave his life for us essentially so i am going with roro and then for the leading goal scorer of course right now the way it looks russell ciceroni 
Should he have any weirdness? Oh, do we get a backup guy? Like, let's just say something weird happens. You know, oh, nope. I'll just go with it. I'll just go with Russell. Oh, let's see. Now, I hate to see see a good streak uh, end. So I'd say as far as yellow cards go, Roro would definitely be a, a good choice because it seems like he gets called for basically uh, breathing with, with the incorrect nostril. But <laughs> I, I mean, the man gets more calls than Metro by T-Mobile. Not always in his favor, but <laughs> but I'm I'm gonna give Rosa some reprieve, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say Luis Felipe again. I mean, I love his hustle. The, the man gets in there, but sometimes they do get him for yellow cards. So I, I'm sorry, Luis Felipe. Prove me wrong. Help me break my my prevent a streak from happening. But we'll see where that goes. And then as far as leading scorer. I'm I'm inclined to go with Russell as well. So, I mean, given the fact that uh, in comparison, he's definitely put up a double-digit uh, season last year. I mean, granted, he was playing in the Eastern Conference, but I definitely see Russell, you know, getting up there. I think I'm going to guess that Luis Urbano is going to go with Herrera. I bet you. I bet you. I bet you. You're going with Herrera from Colombia. I bet you. So actually, I'm not actually going. With him too. I'm actually going to be going with Russell as well. Really? <laughs> as as okay. much as I would want to say something different too, just to maybe be the one that would get the point there. After seeing him yesterday score a brace, I, I really have a hard time picking anyone else too. As much as Herrera did get the goal, and again, he has the hustle, and I think he's going to grab a, you know, he's going to get a good amount of goals this season too. I have no doubt. But yeah, I, I would probably. Yeah, people would think that I really wasn't at the game yesterday if I didn't pick Russell. They're like, what are you talking about, too, right? So I, I got to go with Russell for that one. Now, for the yellow cards, I do have a hard time trying to figure out who to go with this season because I like both of your guys' answers, and I kind of have both of them in my mind. Roro, Luis Felipe, like, it could be either one of them, too. And I think I have no doubt it'll be first and second. I don't know what order yet, but... These two guys are going to be in the top two of most yellow oh, cards. But Jared pulled a Jared pulled the yellow yesterday, and then uh, so did uh, Keko. Keko is probably going to get stuck in a little more this season, just because you know he was tossed around like a rag doll last season a little bit, and I think he's coming back a little stronger and a little harder. I think he's going to get low and go on some guys. Um, but I'm trying to remember who was doing some, you know, feet first tackling. La la la. You know, Jack was giving us a hustle. You know. But, you know, Jared Timmer could be right up there. Shane had the, some tackles as well, too. Shane, I know. Yeah. yes. Shane got a caution as well, didn't he? Yeah. Ooh, that would be a backup. Oh. You know what? Now that we're talking about him, too, I'm going to pick Shane. Uh, I'm going to pick a different one so we don't all have the same one, too. I'm going to go with Shane. I think that, you know, yesterday some of those tackles were a bit risky, right? And sometimes you got to do him. And... They can sometimes be a red card if not done right, but I think that he's going to be the type of guy who might be getting more yellow cards. And it's not the funnest thing for us to guess this category, right? But hey, sometimes some yellow cards, you got to get them, right? Because if you don't pull that tackle, the guy's going to be one-on-one -on -one with the goalkeeper, right? It's one of those That's tactical true. cards. That's so true, true, true. not all yellow cards are bad, right? I mean... Right. <laughs> oh God, we should have, we should have one more category in the, 
in the season one, like which coach gets ejected or gets <laughs> cautioned more. Because last year, Danny DiTio, didn't he get like twice or did uh, Coach Kane? I know Coach Mark got <laughs> ejected once, right? He had to sit a game. And did Deach get two or did Coach Kane get Anyhow, I, that would be a fun category to have, you know, to kind of involve the coaches as well. Number of cautions to a coach, uh, which coach gets the most cautions? It, do, it doesn't matter if it's a yellow or a red. <laughs> that might be a bit hard to track, though. Do it like, is that data available right away for? Oh, that's a like, good point. You'd have to watch the game. Yeah. Be like, wait, who was it? Who, yeah. Who, who got taken out too? Oh, well. I, I have another one, though. If we do one out another one for the entire season, assist leader. Oh, the assist leader. Yeah, you guys want to do that one? Jared, do you want to do an assist leader? Yeah, I reckon we could do that. Okay. Okay. All Why right. don't you go first on your pick on the assist besides Roro? Who's who's your per- person? Yeah, that's Keko. that's that's gonna be a tough one. Yeah, that's gonna either be Keko, Roro. Who's setting us up like crazy last year? Dami, Keko, Roro, Herrera. Myself, I think I'm gonna go with Keko. Good choice. Okay. Solid choice. And as Sharon actually drinks her drink, I'll go ahead and go then and <laughs> say mine. I think for me, I think Jacker, we know that the guy has pulled so many crosses. He's going up and down. Yesterday, he had a couple of great crosses. So I think I think Jack gets it this season. I think Jack's going to get the assist leader. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go with the old standby. I'm going with Mr. Rowe. It's a good option as well. I think all three are, are good candidates yeah. too. So They're, they're solid. They're solid. Mm-hmm. Cool. You guys are okay if that's a bonus five points per win. If you get it, you get five points added to your score at the end of the season. Yeah. Wait for any one of those cat any one of those categories? Yeah, any one up to a maximum of you know 15 points bonus. (laughs) Do do we cuss him out now, Jared? Do we cuss out Luis right now? Mm. When do we start cussing him out? Well, let's Maybe let's wait for the first match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no points right now, so you can't. No one could brag. Right? I mean, I guess I could kind of, right? Because I'm defending champions. So oh God, stop! Just stop. Hey, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> so let's move on to the first game again happening this Saturday at El Paso. You want to go first, Sharon? Sure. I have a score of three-one. The first goal is uh, Russell. Um, if he does not see the pitch. Uh, I'm going to go with Jack, and the first yellow is us. We're getting the first yellow, and it's going to be on Jared Timmer. Ooh, I'm kidding. League of Jareds. Oh, let's see. I'm, I'm going to go with 2-1 uh, Republic, and since Sharon brought it up, I, I'm going to have to go with uh, you know, my, my, fe- my fellow council member, uh, Jared Timmer, for the uh, the goal scorer. If he doesn't score, then I am going to say – Dougie, if, uh, if for some reason Jared isn't on the lineup, first yellow is going to be against El Paso. There you go. Okay. They are a feisty team, but I still think we get the first. Well, I'm going to go with also a 2-1 uh, SRFC win. I think the first goal scorer will actually be Sebastian Herrera. You can see him getting the goal there. And if he is not on the pitch, then I'm going to go with Russell getting the goal and first yellow card i also think el paso is the first one huh god i'm like way different than you guys that's all right everything i've said is different interesting that's great it could work out to your favor so you could be four points ahead from us down the toilet first off (laughs) yeah so 
that's the start of this amazing second season of the podcast winner dinner competition too and when open cup rolls around y'all know we're gonna have more categories more point opportunities but um we're changing it up a bit now having an entire season thing which could really spice things up especially when we're at the end of the season and we're just a few point differential from one another right so keep an eye out for that because i think someone's gonna get some bonus points especially in the yellow card leader and also the assist leader since we all agreed on Russell being the leading goal scorer, so we might all get a bonus five points. But the other two, that could be a game changer. Ten points could change it. So we shall see what happens at the end of the season. All righty. Thank you so much. Way to go. All right. Well, just a couple items here uh, before we close out our episode today, too. So we actually will be having a raffle soon for some autographed Sac Republic merchandise. And it's going to go towards a good cause as well. Be on the lookout on our social media. We're still trying to work out the details on it, but uh, we highly encourage everyone to uh, purchase a raffle ticket and we'll have more details on, um, again, what the items will be like, how much raffle tickets will be, and all that information on our social media pages. So check those out. Um, We got some things autographed yesterday too, and so we are ready to uh, raffle those out to benefit the colon cancer alliance and also the fight colorectal cancer organizations too which are the ones that sac republic uh, will be donating to uh, which we talked about earlier a hundred dollars for each goal scored uh, this month so we want to do our part there as well another thing is that yesterday i actually recorded uh, some video clips from the game day and This is something that I'll be starting to do anytime I go to a game. So anyone who maybe hasn't been to a game in a while, or even like Jared as well, who might not get the chance to go to all the games, can still feel like you were there, right? Like you actually went inside the stadium and you got to partake in any festivities going on. So that'll be on our YouTube channel only. Uh, So more the reason for you to head on over to our YouTube channel to subscribe to that. State of the Republic podcast is how you can find it and give us some comments. Talk about the match if you were there and let us know uh, what else you want to see on those two. I'm going to try and keep them pretty short, but something that will make you feel like you're actually there at the game. And I had a blast in doing that too. And again, it'll be something that we'll be doing throughout the season. Sharon, Jared, any last final parting words here before we say either good morning or good night whenever our listeners are listening to us? You know, just shout out to all the folks who are in the chat and who are enthusiastic about, you know, Sac Republic. And, you know, I got tagged yesterday by uh, my friend Bridget, who was sitting up in VIP and was bundled up and wondering where the heck I was. And <laughs> while they were sitting there freezing cold, Bridget and her husband, um, Ted, they uh, <laughs> he had to go buy some socks because his socks two pairs of socks got soaking wet. So he ended up going to the team store to buy socks. Uh, It's just like all these wild stories after yesterday and having connections and, you know, having people chat with us and message us, you know, not necessarily through the podcast or through, you know, Sacramento soccer fans, but just period. It's this, that connection that has 
brought us together. Soccer has brought uh, so many of us together. And uh, Ryan was even mentioning he doesn't think that there was any sport that does it quite the way that that soccer or Sacramento Republic does. And, you know, it's like, yeah, well, some of them do do it. If you follow those sports, they do do that. Um, It's just you have to follow them. And you have to follow teams to see what they do. But Sacramento Republic is so close to us and it's our team and it's our sport that we love so much. And it has brought, I just, I love the community that it has created, that our team has created a community. And even the people who work for the club are part of all of this community. Nobody shies away from a hello, you know, and Jared, you're, you could have gotten free tickets. All you would have had to have done was just thrown it out there say, I need a ticket you know, and even tag Mark or tag whomever, you would have gotten tickets to your birthday match. You know, that's how this community operates. So. Oh, I, I, I know that's true. Uh, and and I know I'm going to probably catch some flack on it or anything like that, but yes, I, I could have reached out for a free ticket, but I've, I, I, I got, I gotta be in the TBB section. <laughs> and you, I, could have, you still can. Oh, and by the way, the seats are missing from the TBB section. So, you know, praises to the team for doing a renovation of that of that area. They've taken all the benches out. Wait, 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 wait. What, what what's going on? Yeah, they're renovating uh they're uh, renovating the Tower Bridge Battalion. That whole the the benches are out and I'm assuming they're either going to put something better in, in in its place or um tightening things up, you know, whatever, re- doing some repairs, but the that whole section, you know, A, B, C, D, and E or F, G, I don't know, that whole section over there, the wall of sound, all the benches are gone. The the seat tops are gone. So they're doing something over there. I don't know what, which is great. I'm glad, you know, and, and they did a couple of other little renovations. But anyhow, talk getting back to the community yeah. of soccer, it's just yeah. absolutely delightful what we create. And yeah, I know you wanted to to get your ticket exactly in TBB, but you could go to TBB with any ticket. You know that. Well, well, we'll keep that option available for for July first because I was uh, actually uh, came across some uh, Southwest uh, funds, so I'm keep I'm keeping July first open because I I know that's going to be a marathon day uh, with both the uh, cargo taking on the storm at, at one p.m. down in Stockton, and then of course uh, the Republic. Uh, uh, playing later that night as well. So I'm definitely going to keep those options open. So if all goes well, maybe I will hit up someone for for uh, TBB seats uh, on July 1st. Uh, but going back with the community, I totally agree. I mean, just seeing the chat uh, going back and forth uh, about yesterday's match, that just did my heart so glad, knowing the fact that we are soon approaching yet another season, not just any other season, but the 10th, the 10th season of this club's history. This is going to be a very special season. I I just know it. Are we going to win the cup, uh, both the open cup and USL championship cup? It's a little difficult to say right now, but I love our chances. I know we're going to exceed expectations this season. So definitely watch this space. So we're definitely going to be doing big things this year. Yeah, I agree, Jared. And there's times where I feel like the club has been around for more than 10 years. Sometimes I can't even believe it's only been 10 years. I'm like, they've done so many different things and it feels like it's been longer than that. And that just goes to speak to how much, you know, games we've seen and how many memorable moments we've had with this club. 
both in home games and also away trips and all that too. So nothing but greatness too. And I'm glad that, you know, we get the opportunity to celebrate these 10 years and that, you know, they're acknowledging it with the new jersey that they released. And, you know, I'm sure with the away jersey, when we get to see that and any other merch that we see throughout the season will be really special. I mean, any anniversary for any hobby sport that you follow is something quite special. And we know that the team is going to be honoring that 100%. And I do also think that, and this may be just throwing out some ideas, that being that it's been 10 years, they should probably also honor some of the fan base as well. Some of those fans that were there since day one. And we have one here with Sharon. <laughs> I always got to bring that up too because... I was a worker awesome. bee and a fan. Um, I was buying my season tickets. I bought two expensive seats from day one and I worked. <laughs> so it was almost like I worked to pay for my tickets. <laughs> yeah, which I think they should have given you free season tickets, but... It, like, well, I can't go back it, they would have given me free tickets to the games. I always got, you could always get a free ticket to the mm-hmm. game, but I wanted to make sure that those particular seats, the ones that I bought were going to be mine because you can't get a season ticket seat in the sections 105 and 106. They just don't come available ever. And so I wanted to make sure that I always had, you know, that's mm-hmm. why I bought them is I didn't want to lose it, miss a chance to be in that section. Oh, which makes sense. I mean, that's a section anyone wants to be at right behind the team bench where you could shout at the referee and they're going to hear you. That's the one spot where (laughs) they will probably hear any of your shouts. That's almost a guarantee, especially if you're trying to shout at the fourth referee, which I know Sharon does that quite often. (laughs) Although I think I'm going to clean up my act. I don't think yelling at people, whether it's the referee or the opposing team, I don't think that gets us anywhere. You know, Uh I mean, it's fun to, you know, make it a fierce stadium environment. I know we're supposed to be closing out the podcast. Sorry about that. But um, I'm going to try to take a breath and uh, stay positive. I said I was going to do that last year, you know, towards (laughs) the end. I I knew that that was a commitment I was going to make for this season. So we'll see. We'll see. You know, there may be times where it's like, hey, fourth official, you're missing a good game. Yeah. Yeah, it's. It's tough to make that promise for me. I don't think I can ever do that unless we have like perfect refereeing, which we know is never going to happen. But <laughs> hey, once the game is over, hey, it's we're back to being the people that we are. It's just when you're in game mode, it's a different story, just like the players on the field too, right? So that, that's kind of how that goes. But <laughs> well, Sharon, Jared, as always, thank you so much for spending your Sunday evening here uh, talking to myself and to all the listeners out there. And always to the listeners, thank you so much for your support, for listening to the show. Again, keep an eye out for the social media platforms because we'll be doing some more live shows. We'll get those announced when those happen. And also some more podcast interviews as well. We have some planned out for not just Sac Republic, but all of our other Central Valley teams because we want to make sure that we can give you all coverage and we can also introduce new teams to people who maybe don't know too much about them. We want to grow the sport. That's our goal here on State of the Republic podcast. So thank you so much for everyone for your support. Have a good night or a good morning if you're listening to us in the morning while you're commuting to work. And we'll see you next week here on State of the Republic podcast. Cue the music. Yeah, didn't, we didn't have to remind <laughs> Yeah, for once. It's like, oh, I have a line coming up. Woohoo! Now we, we need a line for Jared now too, though. Maybe we'll figure that one out. And 
In today's episode, we are going to be talking about last night's amazing win. Wait, what am I saying last night? It wasn't last night. It was yesterday because it was in a night game. I'm confusing my times. I'm taking in season time. Let me let me go back. So funny story. I know we're talking about the game in general. You know, Danny, Danny Vidiolo, you know, he didn't really have a chance on those two goals scored against us. But separate from the goals, uh, Danny. Um, oh, frick. I lost it. <laughs> no. Oh. While sharing, while sharing collects her thought, get them season tickets. We're going to win the rest of the season. Get them season tickets. <laughs> 